No, no, I think Breakthrough TV gives bad, bad, bad broadcasting a good name. You're listening to Con Air Radio. Stop whining. It's about to begin. <laughs> You're listening to Con Air Radio, of course. My name is Jared, one of the co-hosts. And, of course, right across the table, we've got Artab. That's me. Hi, how you doing, Artab? I'm fine. All right. Well, uh, so we got somebody else at the table with us today. We got the film dropout. How you doing? How's it going? So uh, the film dropout. Let's. Uh, where where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me at film dropout on Twitter. All right. Well, that's and uh, same on Instagram too. Same on Instagram. Instagram. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so uh, let's talk about where we are right now. Uh, we're cooped up in a really small corner of a balcony. That's where we are. That, that is where we are. That's where we're recording from. But today. I like this. I like the environment. It's, it's cozy. It's nice. It is. So uh, we are covering Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest here in uh, Central Phoenix. Yes. It has been uh, highly entertaining. Yep. So t- today, uh, the day we're recording this is Saturday. It's the end of day one. Um, well, what all have you guys seen? Oh, lots of cosplay. Um, I definitely enjoyed our a uh, panel with uh, Millie Bobby Brown and David Harbour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stars from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, that was fantastic to be a part of. Those yeah. two have some serious chemistry. They can really keep a conversation going on. They do. <laughs> they, they honestly. So I, I know they. One of the kids that came up and actually asked the question, or it kind of made the, uh, the. Uh, allusion to the possibility that Eleven is the cop's daughter. Interesting. So that, I, that I, was very interesting. I think with the chemistry that they have, even even on screen and even in real life, that could be a possibility. Yes, but did you see her leading away? I may or may not exactly be back on next season. And that, that's that's the big thing. Like, if anything, I could see her coming back in, like, flashback moments. I don't know. I don't, Maybe. I don't I would, know. I would think that if they're having her attend the other cons and everyone knows that season two is going, that it would be in, implied that she was part of the second season in some way, shape, or form. And then we could also read into the fact that she's cutting her fan fest short because of a filming commitment. I, I, actually, I found out what happened. It's not a filming commitment. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Uh, she actually, uh, her sister uh, has fallen ill. Ah, oh, crap. So well. she's so she's got to go back home, and uh, her and her dad, who was here with her, they they're going to go back home. Uh, I think tonight, and going to going to attend to her sister. If that's the case, then uh, we wish Millie Bobby Brown's sister um, to get better. Oh get yeah, well. a very speedy recovery. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and it, it was actually kind of interesting. I went, when I went up, I actually got a got an autograph for uh, for my fiance and myself. Um, you know, we we talked for a little bit, and she was really nice, really sweet girl. She's small. <laughs> she is tiny. Oh my oh, gosh, Well, in small. in just watching the panel, uh, you really got an, uh, a good idea, sense of who she is as a person. And uh, I'm kind of a cranky, cynical guy, and I just had to say, just watching her up there with with. Uh, David Harbour and their banter back and forth and their chemistry back and forth. I was just smiling the whole time. She yeah. does. They could make you smile, and I love her accent. So, <laughs> oh, it was it was a delight. Yeah, no, my, my my fiance wanted me to make sure to tell her if I got the chance that she is stinking adorable. Stinking adorable. <laughs> stinking <even>. adorable. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever heard of that one. It, 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 it's just one of those uh, one of those added adjectives. Is is it one of those uh, Walt Disney? Was it Peppy the Pew? Everyone loved him, but oh my God, he stinks. Yeah. <laughs> well, he loved everyone else, but no one wanted That's, to love him back. That absolutely <laughs> is true. Um, so my one of the one stink. of the other. Uh, <laughs> I liked how. Things. Oh, oh I, didn't I'll, I'll cut, I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh no, no, go right ahead. Uh, one ahead. of the other things I liked about the whole. Uh, the Stranger Things panel was how she was the one really having to keep him in check. He was wanting to tell all the secrets about season he two. Oh yeah, and that. she just had to rile. She was the the gatekeeper there. It's like, no, stop! I'm going to call the Duffer Brothers on you. Shut up, David. Shut I will up. T- I will text them now. As a motorcycle goes in the background, there. This is the aspect of being able to uh, record these in unique places. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, it's a closet. <laughs> well, we're enjoying this uh, nice Arizona weather, night weather we got. I know, right? And, and to be non, uh, honest and such, let's go ahead and give a plug to the Hyatt, because uh, yes. they're providing this room. For, well, not providing for it. I paid for it. <laughs> but uh, this is our ambiance. This is our view. I yeah. can actually see the Channel 12 news building right here. Arizona yeah. Republic, AZ see Central. That? Yeah, we're, we're right across the street from the, uh, the Herberger <laughs> Theater. Absolutely. And that's a beautiful sight at night. That with is. all the nice color going up the side. <laughs> that's pretty sweet. Live, I like live, it. Living the cosmopolitan life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> so, um, so getting back to Stranger Things, uh, actually, you, you brought up the point I was going to bring up, too. It, it seems like David really wanted to go off the deep end and just give away everything. That boy's excited. He yeah. is. He likes the I, next season. I think that's I think. indicative of, of what we're in store for, for, the quality of the show for season two. Yeah. Because usually it's you got to really have to have genuine excitement to kind of pimp something like that. Definitely. Absolutely. I mean, but of course, at, at the same time, every actor is going to push like crazy their current projects. Mm-hmm. But at, at the same time, he just is, he's overboard. He <laughs> loves this. M- Millie actually had to jump up and actually, like, wrap her arms around his head so he would not talk. Which is funny, because as small as she is, that's <laughs> it looked like it was a job in its it, own. It yeah. was adorable. <laughs> it's like it's like a little girl saying, no, Dad, stop. Yes. Stop embarrassing me. But did you notice how many people really wanted to ask questions? They could have gone on for at least another they, hour they or so could've. before people were finished asking questions. I, I did have a question I wanted to I wanted to ask, but I, I didn't have time to get in the line, which was I wonder what um, was their most frustrating project to work on that was the biggest reward for them personally as, as actors. Oh, I, I, I can already tell you that. It's Stranger Things. Uh, especially <laughs> well, definitely for, for Millie two. Bobby Brown because she's <laughs> the youngest, but I was curious about David Harbour's. Uh, well, I'm, I've, I've seen a couple of uh, David's other works, and I could th- this character that he played for Stranger Things is a bit of a stretch from what he's used to, what he usually does. So, I mean, I, I could, I could kind of see where this would be a, a, a different project that, I mean, honestly, it surprised everybody when it came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it rocked it. Rocked it in, in being, the, the part that threw me a little bit is the Netflix aspect. I'm not a big Netflix fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, but, and to throw all the episodes out Boom, here you go. And then wait for a fucking year yeah. <laughs> before you see anything else. That That is a little rough, but I, I like the convenience of being able to see everything and not having to wait week to week. And then the quality of the Netflix shows that have been putting out, like Daredevil, Orange is the New Black, Stranger Things, the production value on these shows is incredible, and it's better than anything I'm seeing, most of what I'm seeing on cable. Yeah, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Some of my favorite shows right now are on Netflix. And I, you know, I, I've gotten into a show called Marco Polo, 
which is uh, a, a period type of, of event, and I've actually communicated with several of the actors for it. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, yeah, I push it, and they just recently got the season, so now they're able to keep going on. So oh, great. That's nice. It's good stuff. <laughs> so um, let's talk about the other the other aspect of Fan Fest that's going on right now, especially for uh, for just this Saturday. WrestleFest. Oh, crap, I'm out. <laughs> Well, no, I, I, I honestly have to say, FanFest is getting into the, the whole wrestling thing, and they're, th this is, I think, their first actually big, for, uh, big press into the world of sports entertainment. And to get such a big name as John Cena. Who's that? Right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> he, he's pretty much the, the face of WWE right now. I thought that was The Rock. He was the face that of was WWE like 15, 10 years, 15 yeah, years 10, ago. 10, 15 years ago. But no one smells what he's cooking anymore, <laughs> except for on film, on in the movies. Now. He's cooking a lot. <laughs> Have you seen his project list? Oh man, <laughs> that man's busier than anyone else in in Hollywood. I think he owns Hollywood now. <laughs> he's our new he's our new Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I we got to sit in uh, on the panel today. That was great too. Uh, it, it was very interesting. There there wasn't a lot of wrestling questions. I noticed. There was more a lot of, uh, you know, what 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 are you doing? What, you know, what would, uh, like, like, well, because he had yeah. the he had the twins on from his show from the other from, show from that the they show, do the, that the live Bellas. locally. Yeah, the Bella yeah. twins that live in Arcadia. Yeah, yeah, the uh, uh, totally Bella or whatever whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think it's kind of interesting, like actually getting a, a feel for their everyday life. Yeah, and then did that personal look like the one other? Who was the other two panelists? The the other male panelists? Uh, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. They uh, yeah. uh, apparently he's a, a major gardener and very proud of that fact. He was, yes. Uh, a, well, I, I I don't know. I I don't think he was proud of it. I think it was more my wife gardens and and now me. I garden and now I garden because she makes me. But uh, but no, I I think it's kind of great. You know, that just just getting a a bit of a feel of. Their, their life, you know? Oh, oh absolutely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And one of the things that I, I noticed, um, or that I know about John Cena, even though I don't really follow wrestling anymore, I did back in the day with WCW and things like that. Yeah. Back in the day. Right? <laughs> uh, is his the amount of charity work he does in, in that he holds currently the, the record for most Make-A-Wishes granted yeah. through the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and that's always just something that I think is incredible and, and should be totally respected. And you can tell that he really loves... Uh, doing that kind of work, especially with the the photo we got earlier of him, yeah, you know, just hugging that that little girl who asked. Yeah, and w which which is kind of a kind of awesome. I mean, Make a Wish is really like, accommodating. Yeah, really really accommodating, really great. And Make a Wish Foundation was actually started here in Arizona. Yeah, which uh, which I, I think is pretty cool. And if you guys don't know about Make a Wish, um, definitely look look them up. It's a it, it's a great organization. Yeah, it's basically just a charity group that uh, grants uh, wishes to terminally ill children. So uh, you might remember a few years back there was a story in San Francisco of Bat Kid where they shut down the entire city. That was uh, done by Make-A-Wish. I, I actually just watched a documentary about that. Oh, really? What did you think? I loved it. it I, I saw it as it was unfolding in, in real time, too. I remember that, too, yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it, it, it was pretty much the, this kid was Batman, was Bat Kid for the day he stopped. Uh, he stopped a couple villains. He actually stopped... Uh, I think there was a Riddler uh, and yeah. a Penguin in stopped there. Stop Riddler, stop Penguin, stop the bomb from going off. I am Batman. Yeah, but um, but I, I think that's that's amazing. And and on top of that, I mean, seeing what you know John Cena does, you know, does this. I mean, he travels over three hundred days a year for right. for wrestling, and 
the fact that he has the time to to devote to this as well. Yeah, because when he's not traveling and when he's not working out for for wrestling, he's it. It seems like all he's ever doing is uh, the only th- time he has left is for Make a Wish. Yeah, with given the amount that he does it. But I mean, he, and and a lot of the other wrestlers have you know their own organizations that they that they work with as well, and I he think it's it's great too. what they do. He acts a little bit too. Yeah, he's yeah. a couple of movies. I no, I actually didn't see him, but I know he has a couple of movies out. Yeah, last one I saw him in was uh, was Trainwreck with uh, Amy Schumer. That was oh, that yeah. was interesting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From what I understand, it was a train wreck. Oh, you know, it 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 was it was. No, he was actually. I I don't remember the specifics of the movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I do remember John Cena being surprisingly funny. And I was like, wow, I can't believe John Cena took this role because they I, yeah he pokes a lot of fun in himself in the movie. Oh, he does. And and I I like I, I've said it a million times. I hate John Cena the wrestler, but the guy, <laughs> he's great. He's funny. He's good at selling garbage bags too, from what I can see. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. And of course, we got that wonderful meme where everybody gets uh, John Cena now. John Cena. I'm, my meme game is weak. I okay, okay. So like, I don't. I still don't understand the Harambe so, meme. Like, are you? Is it pro Harambe or anti Harambe? It's you, just you, I'm like usually Harambe. it's pro. But like a dance move, actually. <laughs> but like, okay, so, so so you remember like back a few years ago, everybody was Rick rolling everybody. Yeah. <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay, it's kind of the same thing, but with John Cena's uh, intro song. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, it's pretty much you. You get a video of something happening, and they say, you know, they they, they start saying something, and it just cuts to John Cena, and then plays his. Oh, right on. His, re- his wrestling music. I, I actually have a funny anecdote about Rick rolling back in the, from when it was in its most popular. Really? Yeah, so when I was in film school, uh, trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life after, uh, one of the places I had applied to for post-grad was uh, AFI, the American Film Institute. And uh, the project that I submitted them had, and was featured prominently, Rick Astley's song, Never Gonna Give You Up, in the soundtrack of the the video that I submitted, because you needed to submit an example of your work. There's no and room so to dance over here, by the way. My my <laughs> biggest claim to fame, I, I think now, is that I successfully Rickrolled AFI. And, of course, they sent me that rejection wet letter two weeks later. <laughs> I have <it> framed, <laughs> See what I happened have, there. I have it framed on my wall. <laughs> there we go. We have friends that like to use that Rickroll occasionally, too, when their, when their podcast was going, too. Yeah. So. I actually have the whole album. <laughs> and it all sounds exactly like Never Gonna Give You Up. It's yeah. all great. It sounds, the consistency is there, but it's all Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> I can only play these three chords, so that's kind of what we're going with. <laughs> oh, man. It, <clears throat> that music was great. <laughs> well, you know, that music was extremely old. Wait, that was kind of like my era, wasn't it? Okay, never mind. <laughs> late 80s? Yeah. yeah late, mid to late, late 80s? Yeah, late 80s. I remember those way too clearly. <laughs> you're, you're too old, man. We're, we're going oh, yeah. to have to put you down soon. Yeah, oh, no. well, if my shoulder keeps killing me like this, yeah, it's gonna, I can't even lift my can. I mean, my soda. <laughs> stop stop doing that. that that's, that's not good. That's not gross. Or that, that, that's completely gross. Let's wait until you hear my shoulder pop every time it's going. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. So, um, now, unfortunately, there was a couple of, uh, well, there was one celebrity that didn't make it to FanFest this year. Oh, who might that be? I didn't even hear about that. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Arthur Darville. Yes. The Rory cat. from Doctor Who. Oh, yeah. He was that, too, wasn't he? Yeah, he was that, too. He was also, he's also uh, from the, the show uh, Heroes of Tomorrow. Or no, Legends Le- of Legend, Tomorrow. Legend of Tomorrow. I'm, I'm I, sure the fangirl hearts were breaking far and wide when they found out. Yes. I yeah. saw a couple of guys that really did do an awesome job of the characters. 
Um, yeah. But then it turned around and I realized, oh, that's not who I was thinking is. That's uh, Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Not who I thought. Oh, you were hoping for Constantine and you got Doctor Who? No, I was thinking that it was Ar- Arthur from, uh, uh, Legends, from of Legends of Tomorrow. Tomorrow but oh, okay. I saw the collar up and then I'm like, and I saw the tie. I'm like, oh, crap. That's Constantine. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> totally uh, gone. The, out the window. Did, did you prefer television show Constantine or Keanu Reeves Constantine? You know, I, I don't know. To be honest, um, I'm, I do like a lot of Keanu Reeves stuff. Yeah. And the movie was done reasonably well, so I kind of like it. But uh, I don't know. It's one I of just, the only movies, and I don't say this about too many, that uh, uh, underappreciated and deserved of a sequel. Uh, I really like the world they built in that in the Constantine movie, even though Keanu Reeves' character um, of con- characterization of Constantine was just Keanu Reeves. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's like it was ha- so great. That's like most of what he does anyway. It's it, it's not it's not that character. It's Keanu Reeves playing that character. He's got an, he's got that uh, John Wick's coming out now. Yeah, the, John Wick yeah. Two. two, two. Yeah, so there's. We'll I, I, I will Reeves. I will <laughs> say this. I, I saw the John the first John Wick movie. Actually, one of my favorite action movies of his. I I was surprisingly it, very excited yeah. about it. It was good. I liked it. He's got to he's, he's make up for forty seven Ronin. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh God, yes. <laughs> let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, let's see. What, what else is there? Like, what what uh, what cosplays did you guys see that you really enjoyed? Well, let's see. Uh, I saw a great cosplay by a cosplayer named Amber Skies, and she was. Um, I still don't know who she was from. <laughs> I know it was from Princess Mononoke, and it had all the tree spirits in it, and it was it was this big elaborate costume with stilts and she looks animal. Like, she looks like an ant, like animal legs yes, and actually, branches did, coming yes. out of her head. It was it was uh, truly kudos to the amount of work that she puts in for that cosplay. Yeah, um, I got her mixed up with another individual. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I actually saw a great one. I actually saw it on Facebook uh, a little earlier today, uh, and I got to see it in person. Rambo Bright. <laughs> I can honestly say I did not see that. <laughs> it pretty much it's a cross between Rambo and Rainbow Bright. I think I also saw that cosplayer, and I was like, it took me a minute. I was just like, oh, it's grungy Rainbow Bright. I didn't know they were going for the additional theme. So, but that that ties it all together in a nice it does in a now, nice rainbow, if you will. Yes, yes. Because I'm a sucker for puns. But um, yeah. now on that same note, uh, did you check uh, social media? Because one of our uh, former guests, um, Karen Nicole. Yeah. was pushing a nice little fusion of her own. Did you see it? I didn't see it. What she was, was it? doing <laughs> Negal? Uh, no, wait, wait. No, i got to get this right. Uh, Walking Dead is uh, uh, the new guy, the uh, bad guy. Uh, Nagel? Nagel. Nagel um, uh, uh, Harley. Harley Quinn. A mix between us. So she, the bat that she would have had for the regular Harley yeah. Quinn, it's got the spikes and the and the shit on it. She's wearing black leather and stuff like that. It's actually kind of good. See that. I could see that. For I would almost want to say for anyone curious who might not be able to attend Fan Fest, there was no shortage of Harleys here. Yes. Oh God, yeah, no shortage of Harleys. I, I started counting when I got to the con. I got to about twelve. And then I lost count. Were you counting only Harleys or specifically Suicide Squad Harleys? I, I was counting. I got 12 Harleys, just Harley Harleys. Out of those 12, I think probably 10 of them were Suicide Squad Harley, Harleys. Okay. So Everyone's favorite Halloween costume. I know. I did see another one that was kind of cool because I think I only saw one. But she was standing behind me during the um, Millie Bollery Brown uh, photo op. And it was Beth. 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 
red, bright red hair, the glasses, the really nerdy shirt. I'm like, and I'm like, if she wasn't, if she would have been a little stockier, this girl would have done honestly awesome. Because she just had the, she had the character down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm sitting there going, oh, I should get a picture of this girl. But I, my mind was elsewhere. So, <laughs> and and for any any of you guys that uh, that we got pictures of, you know, uh, if you're listening to this, feel free to uh, even still tag yourself on any any photos that you see on our page. You know, we would love to make sure you get you get to keep what we take of you. And we will post even most of these up on Facebook, so there will oh, yeah. be a folder for it. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I don't think there's a picture I haven't posted. That I've taken. <laughs> Most of mine go out on all those social medias, but yeah. uh, uh, I definitely will be building an album on uh, Facebook. So, <laughs> which also a big thank you to uh, to Film Dropout for helping us out doing that as oh, well. Oh, thank you for having me. It was a blast to, he, to do it for you guys. He was our cameraman. He was pushing that camera good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just I ran around as much as I could, getting as much pictures as I could, uh, just so everyone can kind of get to experience the con if they couldn't attend it. Yeah. And on that note, we'd like to introduce the fact that we are bringing him on board. Yes. Um, he's going to be joining us quite often here. So, I am so thrilled to be about that. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, and, uh, and you know, be, being that you do uh, movies and whatnot. Yeah, big, the movies are my yeah. thing. I, I dabble in a little everything else, but movies are the one thing I'm uh, pretty savanty about sometimes. It's That's creepy. good. And, uh, of course, I, I in the past have done a show called Blu-ray Rewind. Oh, which, yeah. of course, uh, pretty much Blu-rays, their special features, and whether or not you should, uh, you should buy it, pretty much. Is, is there a Blu-ray in recent history that you can recall that uh, had a sinful lack of special features? It was, uh, how, how could you not have these included? It was disappointing for you. Honestly, I, I haven't had a really super bad one in a long time. Okay. Um, I think... Oh jeez, I, I'd have to say it was probably last year. I picked up uh, I picked up a uh, what I call a bargain bin Blu-ray. Oh right on. Yeah, uh, which is great. You know, you you go to Walmart, they got those big bargain bin for like five ninety five. Anywhere Blu-rays. between one and five dollars. Exactly. Uh, I picked one up. Every movie you'll see on TBS. And yeah, and the <laughs> only thing that was on it was the movie, and I can't for the life of me remember what movie it was. But it was just the movie, and literally when you pop it in, there was no special menu to start the movie. There was no special features, no even selecting of audio or anything like that. It was literally, you pop the, the, the Blu-ray in, and it started playing the movie right Sure, away. this wasn't a pirate copy. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it had all the all the legal stuff on it. So. Is, is there any Blu-rays coming out that you're, you're kind of excited for wanting to review? There was one on my list, certainly, the, that I wanted to check out. The, the one on my list, I mean, personally... Ghostbusters, the the new the new all female version. I know you, you kind of cringed at that, uh, <laughs> but but I will say this: I haven't actually seen the movie in theaters yet because it's still in theaters. Magnificent Seven. Oh, I've seen it. How, how is it? Oh God, go 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 yeah. go go! Check it out and check it out on the big screen if you can. I love that movie. It, it's right up there with Silverado on my on my scales. So. Yeah, and I'm a big Silverado fan. I'm not gonna lie. To, to much to my shame, I'm a little behind on my movie viewing. I've been busy with some personal things, but we're, we'll get back to. Uh, you don't have time for personal <laughs> shit anymore. No, <laughs> not anymore. And I'm excited about that because who's got time for that? Oh yeah, but yeah, de- definitely a Magnificent Seven. From from a lot of the stuff that I've been seeing online, there's gonna be so many 
awesome special features, especially, of course, Chris Pratt is a part of the movie. And <laughs> Cocky son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, anytime he's involved with a, with a project, there's always going to be probably about a good 30 minutes of bloopers and outtakes. So... Oh, yeah, that's something to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have a lot to talk about when that thing comes out on Blu-ray then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, maybe we should uh, take some time to, to figure out what you want to review because I'd like to sit in on that. There's actually one Blu-ray coming out that I can think of, uh, the Mad Max Fury Road Chrome Edition. I have not heard of that. Okay, so I'm, I'm a little disappointed uh, only because I had purchased the Mad Max Blu-ray anthology, which was all four films in one big case I'm, and had the special features, and I loved Fury Road. Fury Road was amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a second edition that's all black and white called the Chrome. The shiny. It's either the Chrome edition or the shiny and Chrome edition, and the entire film is done uh, shown in black and white along with the additional films and the additional copies. So... Uh, I was like, why Why did you have to do this to me a year after I already bought it? Um, because it looks, <laughs> well, it I mean, looks the, like it would be amazing. There's there's probably a couple things you can just adjust on the TV and make it black and white anyway. Uh, get it a few times on the side. It might do it automatically. Maybe. I don't know if you'd get that same effect. I know. But I, I will say this. Fury Road, probably, I'd say in my top three of movies, just because... It's in my top, it's in my top five. Yeah. I, I'd say... I love the movie because there was less than 20 minutes combined of dialogue, but the movie spoke volumes in its cinematography, its practical and special effects. Everything was masterfully yes. crafted when it comes to the art of filmmaking, and filmmaking is an art. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll, since we just got on the topic of talking about our favorite movies, uh, what I like to do, well, I'll just talk about my top five, and then you guys can share it if you want. Yeah, sure. Uh, what I like to do is I have a top five films, because you always get that question of, oh, what's your favorite movie? And you can never select just one. So uh, being the film guy that I am, well, just make it five to make it easy. So yeah. I have three t- three mains and two alternates. So as my tastes change or as something new comes out, I can refill the slot, as it were. So my top, my top five are uh, Star Wars, uh, Ghostbusters, Back to the Future, and then my two alternates right now are Mad Max Fury Road and Whiplash. Okay. I, that, that, that's a good list. That, that is a very decent list. Uh, we share a lot of the same interests, I could tell. Just oh, great. Because, uh, of course, the, the first Ghostbusters yes. is by far my favorite just because it's... Ghostbusters 1984, just for anyone yes. listening, for to clear up any confusion, yes. uh, my fa- the Ghostbusters I mentioned is 1984. The, the, the Bill Murray Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call on that little rotary dial phone from way back? <laughs> um, but I, I honestly have to say that, that that's my top one because it stands the test of time. It's got great, great comedic timing. Great chemistry between great three chemistry. comedic actors. Yes, great, great chemistry. <laughs> great and um, honestly... Some of the scariest special effects for the time, at least in my opinion, because I saw it when I was like three years old. You talking about that library ghost? That library ghost. She's still, she's still every every now and then she'll catch me off guard. Oh yeah. Oh, I think he was talking about Slimer. <laughs> no, no, it's the Slimer. Slimer. <laughs> the ghost of John Belushi. The ghost yeah. of John Belushi. <laughs> yes. Uh, Slimer was actually one of my favorite ghosts out of the whole thing. I actually, uh, growing up, I had a little uh, Slimer. It wasn't a plushie. Was, but it, was it a like puppet? A, it, it it wasn't a puppet. It was, was a, a it was a bank. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> it, it was a bank. I had that, and I never kept any coins in it because I was afraid he was going to eat it. I had uh, a puppet, like a Slimer plush puppet, 
toy that my mom got me from the real Ghostbusters cartoon for Christmas one year. Nice. Uh, that was and it would the the eyes and the tongue would glow in the dark. I think and uh, it it went really well with the plush Stay Puft Marshmallow Man that they did yeah. too. <laughs> uh, I lived, ate, and breathed Ghostbusters when I was four years old. Okay, when was the last time you had Ecto Cooler? <sighs> the nineties. I, I have not been able to find it in Arizona. The the Cinemark at uh, 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 at Mesa Riverview, they actually had some for the showing of the original Ghostbusters. As they, they should. They, they actually did a, a, a re-showing of it. And the new Ghostbusters. They actually had Ecto Cooler out and everything, and it was, it was the coolest thing. My fiancé tried it for the first time, and she was awestruck. Oh, did she love it? Oh, she loved it. Oh, well, the real trick then would be to get, uh, if you really wanted to Ghostbusters out one night, get the Dan Aykroyd Crystal Head Vodka. Yes. And, and mix use, it in. Mix it in with the uh, the Ecto Cooler for a, a pretty tasty and really inebriating drink. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Ghostbusters, uh, honestly, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, oh, Raiders is always I, great. I Except love, for Crystal Skull. <laughs> it, no, yeah, cr- Crystal Skull, no. No, Crystal Skull the is. The first half of t- Crystal Skull is good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think the problem, the biggest problem with Crystal Skull was that they demystified the artifact. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, "Yep, it's aliens." Whereas in every other instance of an artifact, it's like, "Is there a mystic quality to it? Maybe, maybe not." Who yeah, knows? hidden. They, they really screwed the pooch on that one. Um, <laughs> Call that ham fisting. Yeah, uh, but and of course the Star Wars, the the original trilogy. Yes, um, and then I, I'd say my, I mean, de- definitely Mad Max Fury Road for me. It's a different different entity in and of itself just because of the type of film that it is i, I just think it it kind of it's in there pretty pretty close i'd say like literally tied for number three right on um and then a uh little very very little known movie called the rocky horror picture show where's that one from where 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 where, where, where did that come from well, that, that came from the uh, wonderful mind of uh, uh, Richard O'Brien. Oh. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, my, my, my past, I've done uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show in the theaters, actually shadow casting it. And it just, it holds a special place in my heart because it was one of the few movies that actually helped me uh, overcome a lot, of my, a lot of my anxiety. Can you do the time warp in your sleep? I, I can do the time warp in my sleep. And for anybody who has played... Uh, any part during the floor show, I can dance the floor show in my sleep, and that's difficult. Did you watch the remake that was broadcast on Fox? I have not. I'm. I'm. I, I wanted to. I wasn't in a position where I was able to when it was shown, but I have a friend who's making a copy of it legally, of course. And of course, uh, we of just course. bleeped that out, by the way. Couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they're gonna. I'm gonna hopefully see it by uh, by the middle of next week. But nice. from from what I've heard and from all the different scenes that I've seen online, it's a great homage to it. It cannot replace the original, but the best way I, I've heard one of my friends say it is, it's like going to see an actual stage production of the Rocky Horror Show. It's not trying to completely mimic the movie. It has callbacks to it. You see a lot of the same motions and whatnot, but it's its own show. Well, and that's, I think, with any sort of remake or reboot, and that being that that's the uh, kind of the, the 
the trend right now yeah. in terms of uh, media and entertainment. You always have to try and bring something fresh, and a lot of things uh, try and it doesn't work, and some things it does and it works great. So, yeah. uh, you know, hopefully that'll be exactly what you're looking for. Oh yeah, I, I hope so. And I, I know I'm going to enjoy it anyway, just because I've I've heard the music, I've seen a lot of the numbers on YouTube already. It's just I I want to sit down and watch it beginning to end. Make a special a special evening. Don't bother oh, me. Yeah. I'm watching Rocky. Don't bother me. Get out of here. They're going to go one, two, or five. Which ones? <laughs> I will break you. So, on a note, um, tomorrow, which will be day two for us, mm-hmm. uh, I have arranged a small and interesting interview with a gentleman, which I always massacre his name. Um, he, he is very well known for writing some science fiction kid books. But he's also very well known for his best friend. Who's, who's his best friend? Nathan Fillion. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Captain himself of Serenity. Now, Nathan and PJ have a project together where they are the creators of a charity called Kids Need to Read. Yep. Which is always at Phoenix Comic Con. Yes, <laughs> yes. Big time. Now, also on that same note, they've created another project with, and I'm going to massacre his last name, Wash from Fly, Firefly. Okay. <laughs> Wash okay. from Firefly. You know. Yeah. Anyway, we've got a chance to speak to them about their new project, Con Man. Oh, so we're going to have the Con Man on Con Air. Con Air. Air. It's okay. going to be sweet. I'm looking forward to that. So we're going to have some fun with that. Um, PJ is a really nice guy, loves to talk, and he will give us lots of information. Con Air is on DVD now for season one, and season two is Con- presently recording. Con Man. Con- <laughs> yeah. No, we are, no. For, for a minute, I thought Con you were Man. plugging the Nicolas Cage movie. <laughs> <laughs> Not going there. <laughs> I, I like I, the movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I love the movie, and I've movie. had a lot of people accuse us by using this name for that, but that is not. That, that Faith Hill song was at every junior dance that year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so we are going to have an interview with him sometime tomorrow, probably in the middle of the afternoon, after one-ish, and we will add that to this podcast so everyone gets to have some little bit of PJ. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that so, uh, sounded a little funny, didn't it? <laughs> so through the magic of editing, you guys will be hearing that here pretty soon. <laughs> Absolutely, I need a drink. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna go ahead and uh, take care of that here pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well. Uh, anyway, uh, of course, as always, if you guys want to follow us online, uh, you if you're listening to the show, you're probably already on our Facebook page. If not, just look up Con Air Radio. Uh, of course, look that up on Twitter, Instagram, pretty much just about a, just about any social media that's out there. Uh, just look us up, and we'll be more than happy to follow you back. You know, and oh, that is uh, a, that, that must be that that must be the fate saying it's time. I told you, yeah. And God loves our our thing. You can tell He just rings the chimes every yes. time we get going out there. <laughs> um, but of course, and also if you want to follow me, it's Con Air Jared on uh, on Twitter. And uh, I am actually the one that controls all the other cons. So yep. I am Con Air on Facebook, Con Air on Twitter, Con Air on Instagram. So you'll find me there. Yeah, that, that, that's all our tabs, uh, our tabs, baby, there. 
and uh, I and guess it's my turn for plugs. Yeah. Yes. And uh, the first the first thing I want to say is again, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. I'm excited to be part of the team. Of course. Of uh, course. Big shout out to to Conair for giving me this chance. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at Film Dropout, and I'm on Instagram at The Film Dropout. I know it's a little confusing, but uh, you'll find it on Google. Google it. Film Dropout. Should we ask you why you named yourself the Film Dropout? Because I wanted to sound punk rock and cool, and I didn't finish film school. Oh, there we go. Love it. <laughs> He's right. too cool for school. I, I literally was too. <laughs> I was too cool too for school cool for film school. I love in, it. In reality, I think like a lot of us, we were all too broke for school. <laughs> that works. Uh, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, that's it for day one of uh, Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest. Fan Fest. All right. So uh, we'll go ahead and uh, play that. Uh, the interview with uh, PJ. That's okay. I'll, I'll make sure to film it or live stream it so you guys can watch it. There we go. You can see me getting beaten. All <laughs> right. So we will catch you guys next time. Clever Art Studios has 15 years of experience with clients like NASA, the Arizona State Museum, Discovery Channel. Science Channel, and the National Geographic Television. She has skills in animation and illustration. You can find her at Facebook and LinkedIn. And she has her own website, www.cleverartstudio.com. Hey, it's Jared here on the floor of uh, Phoenix Comic Con Fan Fest. I'm actually standing here with PJ Harzma. Is that, is that correct? That is correct. All right, PJ. How's how's FanFest been treating you so far? It's good. It's good. It's a new show, so it's uh, still getting its feet. But uh, I love the people that run it, and uh, they've I've been with the Phoenix Comic Con since its first year, way back when. So they're a good good group of people. Well, that's good. That's good. So I understand you got a couple of a uh, couple of interesting projects going on uh, that, that you're uh, advertising here at your booth. Yeah, we have uh, Con Man. The game has just come out uh, based on the show Con Man, starring Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion. And uh, the game's really fun. You get to build your own comic book convention, but uh, you have to protect it from the aliens who try to come and burn it down. Like, what happens at most conventions? Right, I've, I've had that happen a couple of times, and it's, uh, it's kind, of, kind of difficult to keep those aliens away. And there's some good features in it. You get to hire Joss Whedon as your janitor, Kevin Smith's security guard, uh, Mindy Sterling, who plays Bobby from Con Man, is your promoter. Uh, a lot of Firefly references. It's a fun game. It's a, it's a, it's a silly little fun game, with, uh, but it's actually interesting to play. That's nice. So, yeah, I, I've, uh, I've been told I kind of look like Kevin Smith, so if you ever need, like, a, a stunt double or any for him, you know, you just let me know. Yeah, you can, you can do, like, Felicia uh, Day's character, Karen, who doubles for everybody. In season two, she doubles for Lou Ferrigno. Okay, I like that. That's, that's that, right, it's Felicia Day, Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that. I've, I've met Lou Ferrigno. He is a he is a giant man. I actually I actually uh, challenged him one time to pick me up, and uh, he said he would, but he didn't want to embarrass me. There was this one in uh, season two. We were it's the alley scene where they're walking off before they all get locked away, and uh, my daughter is on set, and we're in the little bit of the holding room, and she's got. She, her, she's got something in her eye and we're going to put drops in it and she's very sensitive and she's, I'm trying to hold her and she's freaking out from the drops and Lou comes in and goes let me help and he goes in and he takes these big hands or giant hands and he puts them around my little girl's head and I can't even see and nothing but the eyeball and she was just 
That, that, that must, she might be needing therapy for that sometime down the road. I have a photo of her with the Hulk standing over there with his big hands gripping her head. It's, it's, it's very funny. Very funny picture. That's awesome. So, uh, so con man. Yeah. Um, so let, so what, what, what's, that, uh, what's that all about for anybody who hasn't seen it yet? So uh, con man takes Alan Tudyk, who plays Ray Nearly, and Nathan Fillion, who plays Jack Moore. Takes Jack and Ray's experiences 10 years after their hit sci-fi show spectrum gets canceled nathan's character jack moore goes off to great heights like he's like a matt damon now where alan's character ray nearly is stuck in comic-con hell and he hates it he wants to be a real actor and he doesn't get the love and all the the good things that come out of fandom you just right in front of him he doesn't see it you know in that sense it's a little bit of an everyday every man's story where they always think the grass is greener on the other side and so it's his struggles on dealing with his career where he thinks it is and uh trying to get out of it and it's very funny it's all the all the crazy go go on behinds of the of the people that run these things nice nice that definitely is, i i personally haven't seen it yet but i look forward to actually actually watching it it's i've heard about it from uh, from actually a few different people yeah. and uh it just seems like a, like a great uh just a great series yeah it's super funny alan's just a genius when it comes to comedy and it's his fingerprints are all over it and it actually has one of my favorite actors of course mr nathan fillion uh, yes. great 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 guy now do you, ha- do you have any uh, interesting stories that uh, that you are allowed to share yeah let me go through the list of allowed not many um you know, he's a great guy, and uh, he puts his heart and soul in this, and he really supported uh, Alan's idea, and he's in the comic books, and he plays a great part in the game, and uh, he really does uh, enjoy every aspect about this, so it's been fun working with him on it. Uh, he's actually one person I wouldn't mind uh, wouldn't mind actually sitting down and actually talking with, picking his brain about a few things, just because he seems like he's not, not just a great actor, but actually a very relatable person. Yeah, he's super intelligent, super funny. Uh, I love the man. Uh, it's you know, it's he's a real man's man. He's a he's a good guy to sit down and have a beer with. All right, so uh, so uh, I believe season one of Con Man is available on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, we have a on at Comic Con. I'm sorry, we have it here just uh, at cons, but it's available on Comic Con HQ. So it's Lionsgate's new premium digital channel. So season one's available there now, and December eighth, season two will be available on Comic Con HQ. Awesome, awesome. All right. Uh, anywhere we can find you online, feel free to give a plug out for yourself. If you want to come to conmantheseries.com, we have all the information where everybody is headed off to and conventions, what's happening in the game. Uh, we have an online store there, and everything that we're doing, you'll find it on that website. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you for the interview, and uh, hope we hope to see uh, great things coming out of Conman. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right. So uh, let's see what else is going on here on the con floor. BYTS, Beyond Technology Solutions, has a computer repair shop in the East Valley on the southeast corner of Rutgers and University, where over the last three years, it has grown in personnel and in reputation for being affordable and efficient. They do PC, Mac, cell phone repairs, and sell refurbished computers. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them blue for me and you. And I think to myself, Bullshit! What a wonderful world.
Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed.